So my job was just push it through, you know. You know, so your your job is to gain weight, to build muscle, and bring the package on stage and show other people the improvements. Hey everybody, welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding, episode 154, brought to you by Mutant. We really appreciate Mutant coming on. Remember, discount codes for North America, Dusty20 and Big Ron20. We won't be offended if you dislike one of us and use the other code. Without further ado, like, share, subscribe, comment. Ring the bell. Here's Dennis, the Big Bad Wolf. Hey everybody, welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding, episode 154. Our producer, Scott McNally, my co-host, Dusty Hanshaw, myself, Big Ron Parlow. And today on the show, we're bringing in a guest. And you know, we only go big with guests. We don't waste your time. We have Dennis Wolf, Hall of Fame, IFBB, one of the greatest physiques to ever grace the Olympia stage, Arnold Classic champion. I could go on and on and on. What else do I say about you, Dennis? I'm honored, Ron. Thank you for having me at the show. And uh, yeah, thank you guys. Nice seeing you all. And uh, yeah, you look all great, motivated and healthy. That's that's uh, all counts right now, I guess. You know, we're all getting old. Well, uh, and it's not fun. Uh, you get, you know, all the news in the last couple of years. It's so crazy. Yeah. Uh, anyways, thank you guys yeah, for man. having me at the show. And uh, glad to be here. Yeah, Dennis, um, you know, you are one of the most impactful physiques on me. Um, you know, I, I finished competing in 2015. So, um, you know, the, those last several years, the last 10 years I was competing, you were one of the guys that was on the scene and kicking ass and doing the Olympia and, you know, won the Arnold and all that. And, and as someone who was just over six feet tall, there weren't a lot of guys on the scene that had pulled that off. And um, I think you possibly maybe pulled it off better than anybody else ever with the physique you put on your frame. Um, Who else do you consider to be in your league when you're talking about six-footers? Well, yeah, uh, thank you for the compliments. And, um, yeah, I think back in the days in my time, Tony Freeman was, uh, yeah, another Ex, uh, yeah, um, how do you, how do you call, like, uh, they call him what, uh, X-Man? Yeah, X- yeah exactly. X-Man. So, and uh, he put me in trouble uh, in uh, 2008 at the Olympia, and I was worried uh, he, he was going to beat me badly, you know, like on stage. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I ended up beating him uh, and finishing fourth, and he was fifth. But, man, um, he looked incredible that year. Also, another guy, uh, you, you can remember probably Quincy Taylor, uh, but he yeah. didn't make that far, unfortunately, but he was taller than, you know, me and Tony. So, yeah, Tony was unbelievably good structured yeah. and uh, nice, uh, you know, flow, flow, flow physique and uh, all of that, you know, and this is very rare uh, if, you, if you are six foot or taller. So, yeah, and mm-hmm. um, until today, I get so many um, compliments and then, uh, you know, the, from the dollar guys, uh, you know, like you said, uh, I, I, I um, did a lot of 
a huge impact on um, yeah on the taller guys back in the days because you know we all know that's um, hard to kind of fill out the frame if you're tall. You know, shorter guys have it you know easier. What we think the taller guys because it goes quicker and they always look round and um, the taller guys getting flat very very fast and all of that. It's just you know, a lot more, a lot more work to do, I guess. You know, what did you? Uh, how tall are you? You're six foot, right? Was that your official height? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Six yeah. Foot. Okay. Yeah. So um, I also remember Gunter was a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, I uh, there Gunter, weren't. <clears throat> Gunter was um, my. Um, when I, when I was, um, you know, going um, into the community, you know, bodybuilding community, you know, start training, start, you know, uh, competing. Gunther was, you know, one of the best Germans back then, you know, him and Marcus Rule, but they were still competing. And as soon as I came, you know, into the pro league, um, I just competed once with Gunther. But many times with with Marcus Rule, so Gunther was from almost the same uh, place where I came from, you know, where you know uh, it was like maybe uh, twenty miles apart, the towns, the small towns, mm-hmm. and um, you know when I came to the gym, you know, daily stories about Gunther, about his uh, uh, you know beginnings and uh, all of that. So he kind of impacted me a little bit, of course. When I was, you know, building up my career, yes, yeah, and then I had the opportunity to meet him first time in 2004 in uh, in LA at the Firehouse, and uh, yeah, we had a good conversation. It was right, uh, right the time when um, he beat Ronnie Coleman um, at the uh, I think GNC show something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Gunther Gunther was taller than me, or he's still taller than me, and uh, but uh, yeah, I mean. He's, he's from from the same area, and uh, there was always kind of you know a, lot, a, a huge honor to kind of you know pass through you know all, all the times and kind of beat his records all the time, you know. So because if you hear stories, oh, when Ginter came to the show, like a, he was still a junior a competitor, and he was beating everyone. So at the way ins, everybody knew, oh. Bam! It's you know it's 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 game over. So all these mm-hmm. stories kind of you know uh, make you feel, man, that 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 was a completely different time. But now, if you look back then when I was competing and compared to now, that's that's you know another world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, what what was that? Give us some insight into uh, how you you started competing and realizing you were really good. You know, you know, realizing you had more than most of the other guys and you were going to maybe go farther. You know, can you give us some insight into your mindset as you learned, you know, I got it? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I think it has a lot to do with um, your, your mentality. But if you don't know where you're at, you cannot build out your mentality or, or, or uh, your, your um, view on on certain things like you know competing so if you're not there yet so you're just started building muscles you know and then if you uh realize oh man uh, a lot of 
all the guys who who've been training in the gym for years and years, maybe decades, uh, you know, talk start talking to you and like you know, like you know, you're planning to compete and things like that. So that's where I realized, man, that's probably uh, something right what I do, you know, because if, if you know the the, the, the good looking guys in the, in the gym, I'm, you know, I'm talking about good looking guys is like muscular bodybuilding, <laughs> you know, bodybuilding physiques, right? So they they come up to you and uh, talk to you like that, you know, and then you start thinking that that was the first thing, and then of course the first show, um, I wasn't, you know, I didn't want anything, but a year after, I came so strong that um, you know the most people didn't re- recognize me uh, doing the way in, you know, or uh, even before we got on got up on stage. So they they didn't remember me from the exactly year ago. Uh, last year was the same time it was November '99, uh, and then a year later, November 2012. So I went on stage, and later when I went down after the pre-judging, like you know, I felt like a superstar. Everybody came up to me, I like, man, uh, you're you're Dennis from last year, you know. So I made so many so 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 many improvements that people kind of didn't know, you know, I was competing last year here, and uh, yeah. So and after that, um, you know, I went to the German Championships, finished fourth. Uh, in a very, very strong uh, lineup. Um, yeah, and after that, I started thinking about, you know, uh, maybe building it out a little bit and, uh, you know, uh, yeah, get, going full in, you know, turning pro maybe one day. So, But the good thing is, uh, during my off-season, after just one, uh, my, my first show, I started getting, uh, um, like, uh, guest appearances from the gyms, you know, so I was, I was, you know, making money on the weekends, uh, you know, doing some, some posing, uh, at the gyms, you know, um, and that's where I, I kind of start understanding, man, um, it works. So why not? That's awesome. What was your, what was your first visit to the States and what was that like as a, as a bodybuilder? Um, the first visit, uh, visit was 2003. Um, and there was, there was a time, um, when I was competing in another, at another federation, just, uh, you know, uh, I think two shows. And, um, there was a show in uh, South France and, uh, I met a guy from, uh, United States. He was a judge and also a reverend. So he, he invited me and my wife. No, actually, he invited me. So I went there for a guest appearance uh, at his show in Philadelphia. Uh, very, very small show. Um, at the time, I, I met Sean Roden. He was invited. And um, Prince, um, I mean, he was famous at the amateur um, uh, um, events all, all the time. He was guest posing a lot. Prince, I don't know. I don't remember. Sorry, guys. But then, um, you know... I was guest posing, and after that, I asked Reverend Dr. Richard Brown if he could marry me and my wife. So you <laughs> said, yeah, why not? Of course I can do it. So then my <laughs> wife came to Philadelphia. We had trouble to get the, uh, the license to get married in Philadelphia because uh, we were sitting in the um, city hall or someplace, I don't know, to get this, this license. 
And the, the thing was, I, I couldn't translate for my wife, but my wife couldn't understand English. So we tried to get it because, you know, they were afraid that I would force her into the marriage, whatever, you know, <laughs> so that that's the rule, you know. So we couldn't get the, 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 the license in Philadelphia. So and uh, after a couple of days, uh, um, Dr. Reverend uh, Richard Brown, he called uh, some friends in Delaware. And they told me, hey, that's no problem here. So we went to Delaware and, uh, yeah, got the license and uh, got married in Philadelphia. That was my first visit to the United States in 2004. Uh, 2003, <laughs> so, so, yeah. so it, wasn't even, it wasn't even Los Angeles? No, no. I mean, <laughs> most people from Germany got, ma- uh, you know, getting married in Las Vegas or so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but we got married in yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So... How, when did you uh, when did you you really realize like I could win the big shows like an Arnold Classic is possible for me? But when did that really become a belief that you had? I think after yeah the famous uh, two thousand seven <laughs> top five finisher you know my second Olympia uh, after that I, I you know the plan was to come. To 2007 Mr. Olympia and to make the top 10 because the year prior I was out of uh, the top 15. Uh, I was a little bit pissed, but I was already in my mind heading to the Olympia 2006 because I knew, you know, at that time back then it was normal. So I, I knew I was, I will be, you know, probably just doing my thing, but um, you know I don't get the chance or not, uh, don't get the comparison, um, you know, I deserve. So that was my thinking already because, you know, I'm from abroad. I'm not uh, American. You know, that was back then. I mean, you guys probably remember it was always a big, big team. You know, uh, you know, people from abroad thought that's very, very hard to get into it. But, well, you know, if you you put your mind into it and then work, you can you can you can make it, of course. But anyways, 2007, when, um, you know, the crowd went nuts. You know, and then uh, how I looked and uh, how uh, everything just went through the, the whole weekend, you know. Uh, I didn't get the comparisons, probably I should get, but I get the important comparisons so the people and judges understood, like, oh, where I'm at, you know. And I was just 20, 28 years old, you know. So that was that was the beginning. So, and then I thought like, after finishing so strong, uh, at, at the Olympia in 2007, I thought, man, um, the world is open, man. <laughs> I really thought, man, I can do uh, a lot of, you know, wins. But uh, like I said, then I start kind of switching out a little bit with working with another uh, trainers and blah, blah. And, you know, I just, it was like two, two years, two, three years, I was kind of not, not, you know, improving so I could probably you know be at the peak already and you know uh coming to the top so it like when i look back on that it was wasted time yeah hmm. that was that was no more gurus right <laughs> exactly so after 2010 uh <laughs> after probably fourth uh, quarter third i said no way Fuck it! I, I I'm not doing it anymore. I'm just you know I know what I'm uh, what I did before. You know I know my my body. I I feel everything. I know what what to do. I know how the body reacts. 
uh, when I do this, when I do that, you know, and um, so I, I was just training my body and uh, training my my um, my senses, you know, kind of to to re um, to to react on time, you know, not too late, not too early. So and it took me also uh, a while to. Um, yeah, to realize how everything works exactly, you know, with with uh, with my body, or better better to say, how my body works with you know all, all of the uh, um, things I do, you know. So yeah, um, it was it was a tough time, but um, you know, experience is better than uh, anything else. You know, you you're you know what's up, and uh, you know that, that my experience. Um, that, uh, you know, I use my experience now uh, in order to prepare my, my my athletes and all that. So it's 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 uh, you know good right now. Back then, there was waste of time, money. You know, I mean, if you're if you're not finishing in the top three or top five uh, at the Olympia, you're not getting a good big check, right? So if you're out of top mm-hmm. seven or six, you know, you're, you're around ten grand. You know, but uh, in the top five, you're like thirty, forty, fifty thousand. This is what extra goals in your pocket, you know? I mean, uh, we all had a sponsor, um, um, you know, um, contracts and all of that back in the days. That was a completely different story uh, in that. But um, everything what you won or did, like extra, like guest appearances, that was all good, right? So you, you're kind of lost some money experimenting uh, you know, coming in in a good condition or not, you know, uh, you know, all of that, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of time and money. So what, what, what you made think... you decide to, oh, ahead, um, to, to, what made you decide to have a, uh, prep coach after your top five finish at the Olympia that year? Why did you decide to give that a go? No, I, I was working with Milos and, uh, somehow, I don't know what happened. We kind of didn't communicate uh, anymore that often. And, um, you know, and I went to um, the diet doc, you know, Chad Nichols. Oh, yeah. Because Dennis James, Dennis James was working with him. And, uh, you know, I, I was, yeah, I, was, I, I wanted to try out, you know. You know, mm-hmm. if you're young and in the beginning of your career, you think, uh, some coaches do know more or, you know, can right. do a lot different things. But end of the day, it's um, mostly all the same, you know. It just it depends on uh, peaking or not peaking, you know. So <laughs> that was yeah. my issue at the end, you know. I was not peaking or I was peaking and then losing it uh, during, during uh, the comparisons or uh, I was looking a lot better like two days out and then on the, on the uh, um, um, day of the show I was you know like 20-30% worse compared to what I looked two days prior you know so and that was you know um, also like you know what what make me think like no I mean I, I had so many coaches already and uh, yeah I just do it by myself and then I can blame myself you know, that's it. You know, if something went wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think was your very best look? Like, what what pictures do you look at and you think, God damn, I look good? <laughs> All of Man. them. Yeah. I, oh. 
<laughs> everything from 2005 onward. <laughs> uh, I would say, I would say, in in my pro career, 2007, like, oh, I did three, four shows, all of them, not three shows, all of them. I looked amazing. I think you know, like uh, winning the Keystone Pro, I looked so crazy good, uh, or finishing or placing third at the New York Pro before that, you know, um, that was Branch and Dennis James, first and second. That was that was a tough show and uh, we all looked amazing. And I think, like, yeah, like, I will honestly say the whole year 2007, uh, I like that. And, of course, uh, 2013 when I was placed third at the Olympia and uh, mm-hmm. many, many... Uh, people didn't see uh, the pictures from 2012. Um, I did a mistake. I, uh, you know, in the preparation and uh, when I was speaking, the, like, the last two days, I um, decreased my salt intake so low, you know, drastically. It was so low that I lost so much volume in my muscle. And uh, mm-hmm. it took me, yeah, I mean, I had no chance to fill it out you know again uh, that short amount of time uh, before the pre-judging you know so um, that's why 2012 was probably one of my worst years but honestly if I will just do what I did like the whole week I'll be much better um, you know in, in, in a much better condition and uh, we brought a better package on stage then 2013 so mm-hmm. that was a the mistake i was talking about if you do everything by yourself you're experimenting and i don't know why but most of the bodybuilders i was talking to a lot of friends with them you start not thinking clear if you're so close um you know to the show you know because uh you know all the, the low carb stuff i think your brain is just you know, start start messing with you. You know, you you think then, oh man, I need to do something different to, you know, get that last, you know, yeah, condition in. You know, so and then I decided to um, to do a check with Dennis James, uh, like five weeks out, three weeks out, or two weeks out, just to have someone who can tell me, look. Everything is on, 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 on point. Do whatever you do, you know, or man, you need to hurry or whatever, you know. So that's what I start doing. And that helped me a lot because when, when, when somebody like, uh, like Dennis, um, gave me that, you know, advices, you feel better because he is more experienced guy. I mean, I mean, he's 10 years old. He's uh, competing 10 years longer than I, I do, you know. So and then, uh, you 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 calm you're 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 good you know so you're just doing your your, your thing so yeah um, like I said um, your 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 head messing with you uh, when you're close to the show you know so yeah that was the mistake but uh, like I said 2007 uh, and 13 my my best looks nice who who were some of the guys I mean the era that you competed in was such a fantastic era 
you know, you had, you had the, all the J years. I mean, you know, you still had Victor was still there and, um, just such a great group of guys. You had Kai Green coming up and Phil Heath joining the ranks and like just a crazy time for bodybuilding. What were some of the, the physiques that, that you looked at and thought, fuck, that's, that's a, that's a, an amazing bodybuilder. You know, who, who impressed Dennis Wolf? Cause you were like the biggest guy, like you were like the widest guy with the biggest legs and all that stuff. But who, who did you look around at and think, damn. Thank, thank you. Um, <laughs> look, uh, in, in the beginning when I just, you know, turned pro and, um, it was, uh, I don't remember. I think, um, it was Ironman 2008. I was watching mm-hmm. it live and, uh, so feel heat. I mean, there was a lot of waves going, you know, you know, and uh, uh, around him, his name, and, and uh, he was on the cover already, but I uh, didn't compete it yet. So, and uh, I was watching the live stream, you know, like early morning in, <laughs> in Germany, and that look when he won the Iron Man, that look was so impressive. Um, you know, I was like, man, I'm, I'm probably gonna lose against this guy easily or uh you know i'm not that <laughs> impressive as he is uh because like like everything was so full but striated um to the limits you know and and, and uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, uh, the 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 density of the muscle or uh the separations all of that the whole package was just insane i was i was looking at that and i was like Oh my God! I was uh, almost kind of, you know, so like like uh, having that feeling somebody punched me, you know, and so I need to get up again. So he he causes a, a trouble in my head. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was <laughs> damn good, really, really good. And that that day, that year, unbelievably good. Yeah. I I we've often said on the show that Phil is the uh, like the the Mr. Olympia that got the least amount of love, you know, and then in hindsight, everyone realizes how unbelievable he was. You know, he was such a dominant champion that, you know, everyone loves to, the kind of, you know, people are, they want the champion to get, you know, oh, I want that guy to get beat, you know, and people cheering for Kai and all that. Um, but looking back on it, we've, we've all talked about how, like, no one was beating him. People thought oh. someone was going to beat him and like, no. No. <laughs> Just Honestly, no. man, um, like, like the, uh, you have a physique which is developed completely. So there was nothing to, you know, to grow or has to grow or to work on that, on that. It was complete, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not, not talking about structure, uh, bone structure or whatever, but his physique was complete. And, uh, you know... And I think that was my, um, well, what I was missing, you know, I, I couldn't complete my physique to 100% how, how I wanted, uh, you know, so 2015 uh, was my last year, uh, and then, you know, s- since 2016, it was like, you know, kind of <laughs> like right. that, you know, healing, well, how do you, going to yeah. come back and all of that, yeah, yeah, so... So 
you know, we know like your your neck, your C, your C spine basically kind of collapsed on you, didn't it? The discs went in your neck. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah and oh, you had that all you bad. had that all fused. Yeah, you had your neck fused, right? Right, correct. How how do you feel now? Your body's functional, and you can you can work out and do everything you want to do. Basically, yes, yeah. But sometimes, you know, I need to be careful with um, with, with with weight uh, loading or, or, or loading my neck with the weight. You know, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna doing dips, free dips. It's it's very very dangerous. You know, uh, I need to be warm or uh, do the, the first couple or, or set with with uh, with a band or so. You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I I work around. Uh, my neck, so I, I try not to put a lot of pressure uh, on the neck. Whatever I do, you know, whatever um, training I do, I do a different style. But uh, that's the only thing. But anything else, um, I train pretty pretty good. I mean, without any issues. Um, yeah, but you know, the calves don't won't grow anymore. Uh, you know, but I like the physique right now. I have, <laughs> so I. Um, you know, I enjoy my training, and um, I enjoy it even more when I have like athletes training at my gym uh, outdoors here in my back- backyard, and uh, I feel it. So that that, that motivates me. So and uh, that makes me gonna stay stay on on uh, yeah on a, on a schedule. You know, uh, I don't I don't train like six times a week or so. I train like three four times. Uh, depends, uh, you know, how many clients I did uh, the, uh, the week, or you know, how tired, tired I am. Um, yeah, and um, so on. Um, basically, just staying fit. <laughs> so you're you're super. I've I've told you this before. Every time I see a dentist, I tell you you look like a million bucks because you're walking around <laughs> like you're walking around shredded. Yeah, he's always and, in great shape. Um, Right, yeah. Yeah, you're so always feel like when you were oh, they, they, they yeah. ask me like, "Oh, do you train?" and I'm like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> what's I, what's I, the, I always, the I always say like in a play like, "Oh man, do you do you do you work out?" and like, oh, "Not anymore," you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people have a hard time wrapping their brain around that because you look so yeah. good that they think you must be in the peak of your working <laughs> out, you know. What uh yeah. <laughs> what what um what are some of the benefits? What are some of the pluses? Like, you know, I, I retired from competing, you know, years ago too. And you got to try to find the positives and like being lighter and all that stuff. So what are some of the things that you, that you like about, you know, how much do you weigh? You're like 215, right? Ah, uh, no, I'm, I'm around weight. 225? What would you, I thought you said, I thought you told me you were 220 or something. 200 200. 200. No oh, okay. Okay. So what are yeah, some yeah. of the things now? Do you ever look back and think, man, I can't imagine being 300 pounds again? Uh, look, um, first of all, the, the, the well-being. So anything you do with like, um, you know, just, just going somewhere, like sweating, breathing, uh, sleeping, <laughs> it's all, all of different, it. you know, um, yeah, yeah, or, uh, like, uh, I, ca- I can say, like, hey, uh, if, if I, if I miss a, a meal or two, I don't care, you know, back, back then, I will kill somebody, you know, because I was enraged, I was, I was hungry, you know, so things like this, and, you know, uh, from, from the, um, 
uh, healthy uh, standpoint, um, like no pressure on nothing. So I sleep well. I I even try to sleep on my stomach now, <laughs> but still have issues with that because I um, I have like a lot of back pain from that. You know, kind of putting my spine like that. You know, so yeah. because I'm not used to it, I always was mm-hmm. sleeping on my back or on the side, but on the side is like, you know, having another uh, three pillars around, you know, to kind of make it comfortable <laughs> so you're not uh, squeezing up your, you know, you know your blood uh, in your arm or whatever. You know, you guys know that you you all been, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, that's is too big, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Crazy, uh, <laughs> like crazy. I see, I see all, all this, uh, uh, the posts you do. Um, yeah, um, Basically, healthier lifestyle, healthier lifestyle. And, uh, you know, I can go for a hike without dying after that or during the <laughs> hike. Um, you know, actually doing what I like to do and what I could do back then, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, more uh, incorporating normal life, uh, you know, in my, my schedule. You know, so what was what yeah. was the heaviest you ever got? What was the heaviest uh, body weight? Three, three fifteen, three twenty. So it's uh, one hundred forty and three kilograms. Yeah, should be uh, three fifteen, something like that. But you never and really you got bones fat, did also. You? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I never was really. F- oh, we lost. Oh. Oh, we lost, lost your, your sound for a second there, Dennis. We lost your sound. We lost your sound yeah, lost for a second oh, there. Oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. I think there we go. Oh, okay. Right. That's cool. We'll make it work. That's all right. We'll make it work. Yeah. So, um, um, you know, I never had this this belly or whatever or, you know, was fat hanging around or something like that. Never, never. But I was making sure I, I get heavy as possible, as heavy as possible uh, when I was young. When, when I, uh, you know, turned like 32, 33, then uh, I knew, I mean, there's no point to get heavier because, you know, I'm, uh, I, I was still, you know, carrying, a, a, you know, enormous <laughs> amount of mass. And uh, I was staying around 300 all the time uh, doing the offices because soon enough when I was starting doing like two seasons, uh, 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 spring and fall, you know, then you have always short off seasons, so I I didn't need to get too heavy, but I I got mm-hmm. heavy back to my off season weight, like three hundred pounds, and then back you know to my uh, on stage weight. It was always around two sixty five to two seventy. So um, a lot of people think I was always around two eighty or so, uh, but because I look like that, but no, uh, the heaviest I was was two seventy five, and only once. Um, when I won my uh, um, Arnold Classic title in Europe, so mm-hmm. because I was I was doing some something new and uh, I I loaded that that crazy and then it worked pretty good. So I won that and I looked insanely on on, on stage. So that was the heaviest one, but the lightest uh, was uh, always like around two sixty five, two sixty eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What what were the training principles that you focused on? To you know, you got people. You know, on one end of the spectrum, you got like the Dorian style training, 
And then on the other end, you know, you got like the three hour workouts with lots of sets. Where, wh- what was your style, Dennis? My style was mostly high volume. Uh, so I, I, I love to get as much blood in a muscle as possible. Um, when, when, um, I remember when I finished last or out of top 15 in 2009, Mr. Olympia, I, um, <laughs> I changed everything. I always changed my, my lifestyle, uh, you know, what I had prior. I stopped smoking and, uh, you know, start training differently. So that was a year of training. I was doing Dorian's Dorian Yates style. Because I had a trainer mm-hmm. with me, so that 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 that's why it worked, you know. Because uh, by yourself, you, you're not not getting to to the limits, you know, uh, with that style. So, and I did that. That worked pretty pretty good. But then, uh, you know, I I didn't work with the trainer anymore, and uh, I went back to high volume. And um, you know, mm-hmm. almost my whole career was high volume. Of course, all of that extra, like you know going to Arizona training with Dennis with with crazy uh, uh, you know drop sets and, and uh, super sets all of that you know I, I tried to make some um, changes sometimes you know j- just to bring something new to feel something different you know that's it but mostly all of that was high volume yeah. you mentioned that you quit smoking in 09. <laughs> So that's, that's a, (laughs) so that's something that we always, we always Marcus too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I remember all of us watching Marcus rules video in like the late, like late nineties or whatever. And he pulls out the Marlboros and he's smoking the Marlboros. And I remember going to the Olympia in O2. Yes. Yeah. And I remember in 2002, I went to my first Olympia and I was outside the hotel and Marcus Rule was standing out there in his massive jean jacket, that denim yeah. jacket that he used to wear. Yeah. A massive custom denim. Yeah. yeah. And he was standing outside smoking. And I remember just as a young bodybuilder, I was like, oh, like he's smoking cigarettes. And then my friend said, well, yeah, he's German. They all smoke. If you grow up like this and then you go into the sports, it's tough, man. Tough to stop smoking, you know, and uh, and went out of control. Also, you know, it was kind of good that I, you know, decided to change everything uh, in my life. Uh, I was ending up smoking like one and a half packs a day. And, uh, you know, even even getting up in the night, uh, taking a dump, you know, I was, you know, lighting up our cigarette, you know, middle of the night, just, you know, that was, that was scary for me then. And it's like, no way, man, that, 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 that need to stop, you know? So, and then it took me like two, three weeks and I, I had no, you know, kind of, I, I didn't miss that anymore. The first huh. week was good because I was motivated. The second week was worst ever. I was like, "Oh man," you know. <laughs> and then, yeah, after three weeks, it was good. Man, I was I was so happy that I did that uh, decision. No, yeah. I made this decision. Sorry, um, you know. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah, huh? um, people was uh, you know even when I was like touring like Australia, you know, 
you need that, right? So you need a you need a smoke, right? So in between, you go somewhere, so nobody sees you, and you start smoking the cigarette, you know, and then fans come by and oh, Dennis, hey, hi, can I take a picture of you? You know, and then I felt like, man, that that's not good. And then also, you you don't smell it, but people smell you. For people sure, people smell that you smoking. You know, you you smoke you 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 smell like a <laughs> ashtray, you know. Uh, you yeah. yourself, you don't really like that, right? How, so, how do you feel about smoking now, like smokers? Because I know when I quit, I took an attitude of like, I got really, like I really started to hate the smell of smoke. And it just, I started almost having like an attitude toward people that still did smoke. I I would say the first five to six years, man, I, I, could, I couldn't have it around me. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I couldn't, you know, not just because, oh, I maybe it, it, it makes me weak or whatever no i was uh almost throwing up from from that yes. smell yeah yeah you know? mm-hmm. but now I'm, I'm over it i i don't care you know people can smoke you know I, it doesn't bother me anymore that that much but right after you know i mean you probably uh remember that uh new yeah senses you get yeah. <laughs> after you stop smoking. yeah you smell different or more more things like everything you're you're you kind of yeah feel like you're in a new world so so many new smells so many new feelings uh yeah so the beginning you know being a non-smoker was uh, extremely uh fascinating i would say because you know you've been smoking for years and then you know, feeling that it's, it's, uh, unbelievable. What, what about, I got one more question on that. What about dieting? Because I know, you know, nicotine is an appetite suppressant. And if you're not eating, it's like, that's something you can still put in your system. You can still smoke a cigarette. What about the next year when you started dieting and you didn't have that, that crutch, you know, to, to kind of keep you from being dealing with the hunger. If you remember um, it. I, I don't really remember that, but, um, look, I was I was glad not having that much hunger during the diet because uh, I knew if the body needs that it comes back and so when I was starting the diet I, I never was you know having like huge appetite so I couldn't I couldn't finish my meals like the first two weeks uh-huh. so and then it comes back and you start like having this crazy appetite you know so but. Um, I was, I was anyways glad, you know, not eating much. So because uh, during my, my diet, my prep, um, you know, like the last six weeks, I, I was going up to six meals a day. So there was no time to, to feel hunger, you know. So I was more or less um, uh, kind of not um, or, or I, was, I was glad not, not uh, or no, I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. I was like. I was not feeling that hunger because, yeah. you know, I was like having like every two hours my meal. So it was uh, um, like not, not a tasty meal. So it's a dry, <laughs> just yeah. less three, four, no, two meals, there was no carb. So in the, if you eat like dry chicken without carbs or fish, it's just annoying, you know, but you have to eat. So there was no issue with, with the hunger. You know, I but, hear you're, you're not a big you're not a big eater. I, I heard like a year ago or so you're like eating like you at least a year ago you're like I'm eating like three meals a day now. I, I'm glad I don't have to do all that anymore. 
<laughs> now, now I'm doing uh, now I'm eating four meals. But, okay, uh, you know, two, two meals are uh, with you know steak and fish, um, and the other two meals I just you know do pancakes or something else. So I'm still kind of on a two basic normal meals, you know. So I get all my my nutrients, and then the other meals I kind of experiment, you know, whatever I like uh, at that time or. You know, Sometimes I like to do pancakes uh, right after my workout, you know, uh, at 9 p.m. So <laughs> that's, uh, you know, it depends, you know. So um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm more, you know, free. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not uh, going crazy or do, not, not making myself uh, crazy about missing a meal or not eating, like, uh, uh, meat meal or something like that so yeah. it's it's uh, it's all over with, with with all of that back in the days if you will give me something without meat except that's breakfast or the last meal mm-hmm. no way i do eat i mean <laughs> like i do all why eat just carbs without meal uh without meat it doesn't make any sense you know so because people are you know, like normal people they they don't understand what is protein what is fat what is carbs so they just eat some fatty meal. There's no 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 fat. Uh, there's only fat and carbs, but no protein. You know, so those yeah. things uh, are you know normal. You know, but for me, every meal there has to be a, I you know some type of protein: chicken, rice, yeah. uh, chicken, uh, a steak or fish. So that was back then. But now I don't really care. Um, you know, I just. Uh, uh, take care of my protein and also I have uh, also energy for my my uh, my workouts um, so also you know the, the, the carb intake is not that high too so like I said just when, to get some energy yeah when when you were when you were at your your biggest like say off season how much how much food were you taking in that was like you know, a little bit dirty. Like, how, how much pizza was Dennis Wolf eating? How often would you go to a restaurant and have a, like a big feast? Um, you know, in the off season. In the off season, I would say every Sunday. Anyways, I I I kept doing that uh, the same as in my prep. So my prep was Sunday cheat day. So I didn't do cheat meals. I did cheat days. <laughs> so and uh, in the off season, basically, yeah. The, the whole Sunday, and then maybe if we are out or so, then of course I will eat something different. But I'm a clean eater still. I I, I can't even eat something with uh, sauce or you know. Sometimes I'm sitting like in the restaurant and see people eating, you know, putting sauce like over the the the, the piece of uh, uh, steak or something or or meat. You know, I, it, it's like for me too much. You know, I. Even now, I couldn't. I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't eat. You know, so my my meals are more dry than than you know, like uh, flooding them with sauce and ketchup and things like that. You know, <laughs> right, right. Um, I've got a bunch of questions here from fans. Um, I think Dusty has a few too, but we can alternate. Yeah. Yeah, I got I got one from uh, actually uh, my friend Todd, who you should you probably remember. He filmed you in uh, 2012 uh, for Muscular Development, and uh, yeah. he actually told me he told me a story that uh, he came out to your house in Vegas at the time, um, and 
he had his kids with him when he was there to film Dennis. So they're filming, and next thing you know, Dennis's wife has got the kids on the couch eating ice cream sandwiches while Dennis is in prep for the Olympia, <laughs> watching TV while they're, while they're filming. And then Todd's got an insane memory. He actually texts me. He's like, that's when he had the uh, Dodge Challenger 392 Hemi. And I guess you drove uh, him to the uh, to the gym that day, hauling oh, ass right. to uh, Las Vegas Athletic Club. Nice. He still tells me about that stuff. And, and I've seen some pictures and stuff oh, of the cool. kids over there. And it's it's cool to see. I think a lot of people don't. I mean, we're kind of blessed to be on the inside. But I don't think people realize that you can ha- you could be in prep for the Olympia, be that locked in, and, and you had the ability to still have some fun and, and, and enjoy – things outside of just prep like your cars and like i said i, I was just more impressed that you had ice cream sandwiches in the house but that's yeah, apparently that's for was sunday <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, Tom, uh, greetings to you and uh, to the family of course and um look uh, i've always been like this because my wife and my daughter been always eating whatever they wanted you know around me mm-hmm. and uh i think it's just your mindset if you want to do what you do I mean, there's no, or there's nobody who can, who could distract me. I was, right. you know, I was straight on. I mean, uh, the whole career, um, there's not a, like any, any memory I have that I would say, oh, can you go away with the pizza or whatever? So we will have a dinner. I would have my meal, and they would have like whatever. Sometimes pizza, sometimes something. Something even better, what you know, homemade, which is mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> really fatty and <laughs> salty and all of that. I will never say anything because that's my problem, my job, my wish to do that, right? right. So, and that's how I look on, on, on my career because you know, without you know, my, my mentality, I will never make it, you know, so yeah, for sure, yeah, but hey. I was that. That's why I remember that. You know, the family was in, and uh, my wife was, like giving uh, all the um, ice cream sandwiches. Uh, yeah, and uh, we were driving with that Hemi. I I had it for three years or so. Uh, yeah, right. we, we were filming for, with, with Todd. Uh, yes, yeah. great guy. Great. Yeah. When did you move to Vegas? Uh, we moved to Vegas in 2010. So been a while. What? Yeah, what what's your favorite thing about Vegas and what do you tell your your friends and family back in Germany about, you know, what it's like to live in Vegas? Uh man, there are so many TV shows uh you know <laughs> streaming from <laughs> Las Vegas for, in Germany. I think they know more about Vegas than I do. <laughs> no, but uh, most, most they probably think you hang out on the strip. <laughs> yeah. Hey, just one second. Uh, I, I just remember that I was at the Arnold Expo, and one young lady came up to me. She was around 18, 19, and uh, American. And she asked me, honestly, do people really live in Vegas? And I, you know, I'm like, I didn't know what to say. Like, yes, <laughs> there are people living in Vegas. Uh, look, Many people think Las Vegas is just uh, like um, a city for tourism, you know, and there's only a strip, right? So that's you go there just to celebrate or make a party, right? But uh, we are 
mega city. We're almost at three million uh, population. So it's 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 crazy. But what I love about Vegas, um, we have almost everything around Vegas, around town. So we have uh, mountains, we have a lake. I mean, it's drying out right now, but it's been drying out for years and nobody, you know, uh, <laughs> give a damn about it. <laughs> so, and uh, you can do things in, during the winter. We have a uh, ski resort, another re ski resort, but ski um, place where you can do that. I mean, Every weekend when, uh, you know, it's always snow at the mountains and the weekend is packed, man. So, you know, this is Vegas. You will never think that's in, in you know, in, in a desert. So uh, we have so much close by here. I mean, two hours away is a Havas, like Havasu, like everything is, is close. So, um, you know, Las Vegas, if you're, if you're, in the United States, you know, during, uh, uh, during a vaca uh, vacation, uh, Las Vegas uh, is a place to be, you know, at least for a couple of days, just, just to check it out. Because, um, you know, not, not, not talking about strip. I mean, there, there are so many attractions and all of that, but just to see how the city is built. So you're mostly driving always around the city or, you know, straight through the city, but you see the whole city while you drive so and this is for europeans especially germans um you know great to see because when you know i, I like to drive a long 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 drives right like a couple of hours and uh here it's more comfortable you know you see more you you kind of you see the whole city driving <clears throat> like here but not you know in east coast of course but in germany it's all like you, you're on the autobahn but you know it's you know, you don't see much. You sometimes, oh, there's a castle, right? Oh, there's a castle, but that's that's <laughs> it, right? Yeah, but here you kind of see like far, far, far away, yeah. and that's what I like. And also for the Germans, it's uh, like uh, that. That's what they started talking about freedom. You know, big country. You know, so that's what makes like in overall, not, not just Vegas, like America, so interesting for the Germans and Europeans. Yeah, huh. but Vegas. Is uh, is a uh, you know like it the, the the whole city turned into our um, yeah sports city or athletes city you know so we have so many athletes here it it, it starts with MMA and uh, all bodybuilders moved here you know nobody's um, in in LA anymore or Venice you know so it, it you know. It happened a lot in the last like twelve years uh, when I came here. Like the, I remember driving to uh, the Gold Gym, like uh, all highway or freeway were empty. Right now, the same highways and, and freeways. Uh, you know, you're, you're in the traffic. You're standing in the traffic. You know, or in the morning or yeah. in the evening. So, can you imagine just twelve years what happened here in Vegas? So the Vegas is growing so fast; it's it's insane. It's, it's insane. I never seen city like this, you know, or building out like that quick. Boom, 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 boom. Right. It's, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Do you, do you, you have you gone to an NFL game yet? No, uh, but uh, hockey. 
Oh, yeah, okay. Boy. Awesome. There we go. <laughs> I like that. You got a you got yeah. a hockey player and and a Canadian here, so you're you, yeah, <laughs> you're but, like that. I'm glad you're about NFL. Oh, as a Canadian, uh, it's, uh, yeah. It's I just cool. thought maybe uh, <laughs> I thought maybe with the Raiders in town, you know. What's yeah. uh, that? That's uh, cool. That's be, cool. Um, you know, just, just for fun, I will I will love to see a game, but uh, I'm not a fan. I, I don't understand that, and uh, it's like for me as an athlete, uh, like. Having so many breaks during the game is not healthy for your for, for everything. I mean, you you warm up and you call, you warm call, warm call, warm call. I mean, for, and then you, you the injury is happening on 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 the clock, you know. So it's 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 great. That's why I don't like it. Yeah, if you're in a game, you just play, right? So, but it's like yeah. one move and then like five minutes or three minutes break. So you cannot stay. Or you cannot keep your ankle, you know, like ankles, everything warm. So yeah, the injury uh, risk is high. So, but hockey what? is like man sport. I love that, you know. Uh, there we go. <laughs> I'm, I'm just loving this. I'm loving this. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah, yeah. but it, it's also been a while when I was, uh, you know, when, when I went last time. I think a year or so, almost two. But before that, I went uh, with my friend very, very often uh, because he got the tickets, uh, good prizes. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that. And yeah, in Vegas, it's everything. So every weekend, you see, uh, you know, everything. So it's it's a town to be. You know, yeah. But hey, what, the prizes uh, are going up. Yeah, it's 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 crazy right now. Anyways, I so I know you've got that. <laughs> yes. I, I know you've got that awesome gym in your backyard. Um, yes, you know, you hooked up with you hooked up with Jim eighty, right? And they 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 uh, they hooked you up in the backyard there. That's so cool. How yes, sir, yeah? How often? Hey, amazing, amazing uh, equipment. Yeah, G- Jim eighty's. Um, I remember going to Europe for the first time and seeing all like the old Jim eighty stuff from the eighties in some of the gyms and thinking, oh, this stuff's super heavy duty. Like this is oh, this yeah. is like yeah. really good equipment, and then now they've got yeah, all the new stuff over. out. <laughs> yeah. So, how often do you train in your backyard versus maybe going to like a gym to to work out? Haven't haven't been in a gym for months. Really, uh, basically since I got my my, my equipment from Jumeidi, and we are you know. Uh, um, Put it all together back, uh, in my backyard. I only went to the gym when it was too windy outside, too cold, like during the winter a couple times, and uh, now when it's too hot. So basically, I train either in the morning uh, outside. That's the perfect perfect time from 5 to 9. It's just great. Or uh, after 7 p.m. But, uh, right. you know, if it gets too hot, then we go to the gym, of course. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, it's... Uh, it just uh, you. You also you you want to enjoy your workout, but yeah. not. And uh, oh, man, it's too hot, so you you don't want to do it, right? So yeah, I, I I'm uh, I I'm making sure that it's uh, enjoyable also for me and my playing sport. Yeah. Who who is your favorite active bodybuilder? <clears throat> Currently, you know, one of the top guys. Who who do you really? Think is awesome, or just favorite I mean, personality too. 
I mean, most of them are my buddies. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say, of course, um, um, Bonek, William, he's, mm-hmm. uh, he's a great guy. You know, I still support him because I remember when I um, got hurt and uh, could compete at the 2016 Olympia. Him and Rami, they, uh, yeah, they, they um, you know, sent me some love uh, during the uh, press conference. And, uh, yeah, um, William, Rami, um, I mean, there's so many, but uh, those two guys are, of course, in my heart. And uh, my other favorite bodybuilder, which physique I like and uh, who, you know, could have done more damage, of course, uh, like in the last couple of Olympias, uh, is Hadi Chupan. He is an uh, impressive guy. Yeah. So, yeah. But the rest, man, I mean, um, the younger guys like uh, Ian Voyer, uh, the Canadian guys, you know, um, um, Antoine just won the show. Uh, yeah. Yes. Like too. Yeah. yeah. Comeback King. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. you, uh, for him. Uh, after, you know, he went through. Yeah. Yeah. But hey. Uh, he did it by himself, you know, he pushed himself through it, you know, went to, you know, you know he needed to do a couple of things. So, and uh, yeah, now you see the uh, the goal is uh, is reached, you know, he is uh, at, at, you know, at his, uh, yeah, he won the show. I mean, that, that was his goal. So it's, uh, I, I'm, I'm just glad and happy to, uh, for him. Yeah. Absolutely. I remember he was competing. Uh, uh, man, at the Arnold Amateur, like in 2012, and you know, so yeah, he's <laughs> he's been around, uh, he's been around for a long time, yeah, and uh, that that's why it makes me happy to see him winning the show. Yeah. I remember uh, it was maybe a couple of years ago. It was at the Olympia, and it was at the the Meet the Olympians, and I I saw you walking around, you know, great shape, obviously downsized at this point, and I I looked at you and I distinctively had this moment of feeling old because I was like, I feel like just last year, it was just last year, wasn't it? That he was the guy that everybody was coming here to meet. And now you're like, you were downsized, you're walking around, you're doing your thing. You're still really plugged in with the sport, but it made me feel like like things move so fast in bodybuilding. And, and, and I had been curious. It's a question I was actually thinking of even back then. Uh, what do you think about this just like you know, and I know Ron asked like, who are your favorite guys? But just bodybuilding as a sport in general today, compared to what feels like yesterday, but apparently was a long time ago now. You know, five years ago. <laughs> well, hey, I, uh, I I agree totally. Time flies, and yeah. uh, you know, like what is a year, right? A year goes so fast. Yeah. Um, so. Um, well, um, it's, it, 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 uh, bodybuilding has changed a lot that we, we all can agree on that. Right. So like back For in sure. the days and now, yeah. uh, we have more shows, we have more pros, mm. um, you know, that like every set, second guy on, on Instagram and, and, and lady or girl are pros too. So yeah, I mean, the sport has grown like huge, huge numbers on, on, on um, members and competitors. I mean, 
uh, all of the new uh, um, classes, you know, which started like 10 years ago, um, they're doing better than bodybuilding right now. So um, from from the uh, from the uh, like social media or, you know, being famous, that's the standpoint, right? For sure. <clears throat> but uh, but we definitely need to do something uh, to to yeah to fix that to bring more uh more interest uh, in, in, in yeah in people to yeah to to bodybuild right i mean we we probably had nothing to compare back in the days but today if uh if a guy is young and uh building out his physique you know and his frame and he looks amazing and he is competing as a classic physique uh, athlete, right? So why should he go further, right? Sure. Now, so uh, why should they? You know, why should I get bigger and uh, you know look maybe for normal people just you know in in order to make money or in order to get girls, whatever. I mean, whatever you may think uh, to you know to to get into this line and, and uh, invest more time, you know, because it's all time. So if you already build out your physique, you look great, you're winning shows, you turn maybe pro, as classic physique. So um, it might happen over the years, like in, in 10 years, because your body is, you know, is growing, you're improving and, you know, developing, yeah. uh, you kind of went over it and then you make this decision uh, you know do it do i need more or can i get heavier uh but it you know it, it's time so it's not like back in the days um there was a goal open bodybuilding you're heavy you know so that that's where you go so and then you're <clears throat> go from there but today it's a whole different story that's uh you know like i said it's it's uh more comfortable it's uh less time spent or invested in the sport where you already can compete you know so when i won my world championship uh world uh, uh, uh title right i was looking like a classic physique guy right now so look and then from then i went up like 30 pounds or 40 <laughs> pounds uh, up you know and then i was competing in, uh, you know as a professional so those those things are just yeah two different yeah. things <laughs> i yeah. would say because yeah. you know like uh, like i said if you're young it's it's a different mindset and and uh you know um they young people who are now competing as a pros they're making more money or they they have their uh, um opportunity to make more money to sell to sell their product that states their physique, right? Sure. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's all, all, all different. It changed uh, big time. Back then, <clears throat> you know, if you were successful, but already successful, right? So you invested already like 10, 15 years of your life. Then you get maybe a, you know, great contract, you know, and uh, yeah, that's it, right? So then you kind of live from that and, uh, you know, uh, doing your appearances, doing your, your things, but now it's just 
they wake up in the morning, they already selling everything, you know, <laughs> from so and that's that's why uh, probably that's that that's gonna be very very difficult to yeah bring that back, you know, how it was um, you know, in bodybuilding back then. So more people wanted to be bodybuilders. It's not happening right now. It's crazy how fast that changed. I, I will say I feel like as a fan of what I will call like the true bodybuilding, like it, it that is to me, it's it's people who are willing to push their physique to see what am I capable of? And there's no question, man, you were one of those people that did that. And I think you, you know, you inspired a lot of people to do that. I, I'm sure that there will always be people that that's what they want. Yeah. You know, that's what they want to see. But it's, you know, uh, human, human being is, is, you know, uh, made like that. You know, if it's easy, <sighs> I go for it, you know, as, yeah. as, as first, you know? so in the, why should I push myself when, when you know, <clears throat> like after a big risk too, you know, going to the open class from, like I said, if you're already uh, having a great physique. Yeah. So that's a big risk, like destroying your physique or not being that uh, successful as you are right now already or, or, or you're trying to get successful or building um, out your success, right? So... It's uh, back back then, you know, um, there was no question about anything like that. So my job was just push it through, you know. You know, so your your job is to gain weight, to build muscle, and bring the package on stage and oh, yeah. show these people the improvements. So and that's right. how we proceeded, right? Like through the whole uh, whole career, and then. Through that, right? So if you bring a, if, uh, so if you bring a better condition, like with a great improvements, so then it starts, you know. Then it, that's how we make money back then, you know. All the uh, guest appearances, you know, so many many guys reaching out to you or, 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 or promoters, you know, and you will be like every weekend on the road guest posing, you know. So and if you were, you know, not looking good. That was over, you know. Mm. So I mean, you you probably get a couple of bookings, but not every weekend, you know. So mm. <clears throat> that's uh, uh, almost like uh, two different, yeah, uh, like not not, not just uh, uh, I don't know how to say it. Uh, it's like like almost two different worlds. You know? Yeah, it's, it's it, it, yeah. I don't in think in such we, a short we, time. Bring it back, or or uh, do something that it changes, but it, it goes the way it goes. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's cool. I I, uh, I got a list of lightning round questions for you here, Dennis. Um, we appreciate okay. your time. You've given us over an hour, and um, I just uh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna say these words, and you just give me your initial reaction, uh, your first thought off your mind. Uh oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> your favorite gym you ever trained at? <laughs> That's tough. a tough one. Tough. tough man. It's so tough. I, I can I can name maybe five to ten. You know. <laughs> but look, I would say Flex Fit Valtro. Uh This is um, a gym in a hometown. 
like almost hometown. Uh, it's there pretty, we go. It's pretty new. I was not training there as an active professional. So, but right now, I would say, yeah, that that one of the greatest gym I uh, I've been to. Okay, Ronnie Coleman. Unbelievable and unbeatable. That's uh, that's decent. There you go, unbelievable and barbell squats. Barbell squats, love them, love them. Not doing them anymore, but love. Them. You had do, what do you think gave you? I know everyone says, "How the hell did Dennis get those that quad sweep?" Do you think that was just how your body is, or do you think that you trained correctly for it? I think. Um, the the the, uh, the quads like training legs including quads was the main uh, main thing in my my whole leg workout so as example i will do like five sets five working sets maybe just four plates each side you know i will mm -hmm. i will never go higher you know so maybe five for the video you know like when MD was there <laughs> <laughs> but uh, maybe six sometimes but four was my like working weight, and I will do like five sets, and I could probably stop training because I couldn't walk after that. So the muscle was so full with blood. So in the rest, like uh, you know, other two three exercises, I would just do because I would I would say yeah. I mean, I don't feel it really good, but there's always still a little bit extra you can get, you know. To yeah, yeah, right. But Main main exercise was yeah squatting. Squats. I knew you loved your squats. Favorite car right now or from all ever. Favorite car you ever owned? Ever. Let's say that. <laughs> I, I can say that I, you know, I had so many cars, and also now, uh, if you will say pick one, I I do I'll say I don't know. Uh, I drive <laughs> a Raptor right now. I love it. I don't want to drive any car now uh, um, other than uh, Ford Raptor. Yeah. Nice. Love it. Favorite music to train what? to? Um, and one, one, one more thing. Uh, I used to have our C63S. Yeah. Hey, I would recommend that if you like fast, small, and, uh, you know, you can use daily cars. C63S, beast, beast, man. <laughs> okay. And then, okay. And if you're, if you have a good built frame, you sit, you know, you fit in the seat, and you know nothing can move you out of it. So it's 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 fun car, yeah. So if you're if you're looking for something like that, you know, yeah, I would recommend. It. Okay. Okay. Favorite music, to listen. Yeah, favorite favorite music to train to. Yeah. Back in the day, when um, you're going hard. Back in the day, back in the day. Um, look, I was training with my training partner most uh, most of the time. We didn't listen to any music. No uh, kidding. You know, we really. LVC. There was, you know, always some some music playing, but we were, yeah, just talking a little bit, and uh, that's it. So nice. yeah, right now, metal metal <laughs> germans always love the metal every german i've ever met loves some metal right yeah i mean if you train you need something else you know you need to be like 
Yeah, in a mood. <laughs> Dusty, you got any more for Dennis? Those were the main the, the main curiosities. I guess the, the only thing I wanted to add that I had a few people ask was maybe one or two of your greatest memories from bodybuilding that were not the stage, like something that happened in life or, or on a trip, but some sort of a memory you have that, brought, that bodybuilding brought you. Bodybuilding brought me. Um, man, uh, I met a ton of people. Good people too, yes, yeah, good people too, and uh, yeah, and uh, I would say the relationships uh, with with a lot of people from you know from from all my uh, experience. Um, um, my God, <laughs> when it was uh, yeah, guest appearance, sorry, man, uh, all from yeah, all yeah. guest appearance or meet the greets or uh, like doing seminars, but I would say. <clears throat> All of that was was fun, um, but uh, going to like extremely beautiful cities like Saint Petersburg, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, having people um, uh, taking me on the tour, um, or I uh, was invited once in Saint Petersburg into um, to uh, Ben Weeder School. Ben Weeder, Ben Weeder Bodybuilding School or a no School kidding. of Bodybuilding. Huh. Yes. I mean, no American probably <laughs> that, uh, know about this. Yeah. <clears throat> and that was a, that was a last seminar for, um, um, for, for, for trainers who got their diploma. You know? Okay. That was amazing. So, and huh. with that diploma, you could. Um, start working in any gym uh, in Russia, you know. So I was mm -hmm. I was honored. It was like uh, one day um, seminar and one day uh, training seminar. So and uh, after that, I uh, had to sign the diploma, and uh, we went on the uh, on, on 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 the on the channels, you know, in uh, Saint Petersburg, uh, many channels. And uh, yeah. also our, our, our uh, uh, yeah, so like a lot of water. It's like uh, it, it was made um, after uh, Venice in Italy. So oh, you know yeah. that was kind of built like that, kind of to uh, adopt that in the you know. And we went on the on the ship with all of the uh, the group, the president uh, of the um, uh, Russian Federation, like a lot of. Bros, you, you remember um, uh, Alex Alexander Fedorov or Fedorov? Oh yeah, yeah. It was a yep. huge. Guy. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was he was on board, and uh, yeah, we were celebrating like uh, half a day. You know, that was that was beautiful. Like things like this. That's where um, uh, I, I say, man, so many things I will never probably see or experience without being bodybuilder or professional bodybuilder. And uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really thankful um, to, you know, having all of these experiences and, and, and uh, yeah, living my life and, and uh, meeting so many good people, also bad people, but uh, in overall <laughs> good people. The, and, the uh, right kind of bad very, people, though. <laughs> very good people, uh, you know, uh, really, really uh, 
yeah, some 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 sometimes we're really adventurous too, you know. So, but uh, mm-hmm. in between, I, I, I can say that uh, in between when I, uh, I think, yeah, after 2013, no, after 2012, uh, off season, no, uh, um, in season after the the, the shows, I went to um, Central America. And uh, I lost already like 20 pounds because I was off, you know, and uh, people were still looking at me like, what the hell is this guy doing here, you know? Just normal people <laughs> uh, walking, you know, between the pyramids and all that. So, and that's where I had amazing time too. And people kind of figure out who I was and they were waiting for me, you know, when I came, you know, uh, we, 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 we were a huge group, right? So I was the last guy who came. All of them came from Europe to Mexico, and I came from Las Vegas. So they were waiting for me. Like, and then I walked in, and like, you, you, yeah, you, you, you saw the 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 the, the, the looks like, oh my god! And I, you know, like if you do bodybuilding and uh, you're out, you know, you're you're clean, you know, you're off, yeah. and you lost yeah. like twenty pounds, <laughs> you feel like you look like shit, like tiny. Yeah, and they yeah. were like, yeah. what was so and also I got to meet, so also I got to meet like uh, professors, doctors, you know, people like that. So and all this conversation every evening we had like conversation with with you know different with different uh, uh, people and and, and uh, teams and uh, that's also an experience what I will never forget. You know that brought me uh, mm-hmm. gave me a lot of, uh, thinking. You know and. Uh, yeah, it's just exciting and also like learning people's um, uh, um, history too. So I met a guy in Guantanamo. No, not oh my god, Guanta- my god, Guantanamo. I was Guatemala. Like, if you're in Guantanamo, Guatemala, you're in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> Guatemala was a German guy. He was living there for thirty years, like off grid. Oh, yeah. And uh, he, was, he was asking me questions, you know, about bodybuilding. And then I was asking him, like, you know, what, what he's doing here, why he came here. And that was a crazy, crazy story, you know. But, yeah, anyways, that was so interesting. And that's why, you know, I would say because of bodybuilding, I I, I was in many countries. I came around, you know. So, and uh, like I said, yeah. been to many countries, uh, met so many people. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, hey. I still uh, want to see some some uh, other countries like uh, Thailand. I never been to Thailand and uh, Africa. I never been to Africa. Yeah, so, well, Dennis, uh, I'd love to see you again here in Vancouver. Hopefully, you have another uh, awesome athlete do the Van Pro one of these days. Maybe next year you'll be back. It was great yeah, to Ron, have you at our, uh, at our gym. You know, I appreciate that. Uh, you know the time when uh, when we train at your gym, and uh, hope the gym is doing good. So, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Look forward to having you back, Dennis. Thank you, sir. Remember, yes. everybody. Uh, remember, everybody. Like, share, subscribe, comment, and ring the bell. There you go. Thank you very much, Dennis Wolf. We appreciate you being on. It's just bodybuilding. You're very generous with your time, sir. Thank you, gentlemen, and uh, I. That was a blast. Um, yeah, I'm glad I came on and uh, thank you everyone for having me. Yeah, um, just, yeah, another great podcast. I did a couple podcasts back in uh, a couple of weeks, but 
Yeah. Amazing. Thank you guys. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'm glad we Appreciate had some you. fun, Dennis. Me too. Thank okay. You. Thanks, Me Dennis. Too. Take care in Vegas, buddy. All right, guys. Have a good one. See ya. Yep. Take care.